0: James Wayne Corner. G'day, mate. G'day, James. How we doing?
1: Yeah, good, mate. Good, good, good. Um, pretty steamed. Not going to lie.
0: Yeah, had a big one.
1: Yeah, we, we, yeah, well, I mean, are you going to keep up the act of pretending like you and I haven't just been out together for the last four hours?
0: I wouldn't say four hours. I would say we've had a couple of he's there and we're uh, ready to have a bit of uh, barefoot?
1: Barefoot, yes, straight into it. Straight into How the wine. professional of the yeah. Um, yeah, so today, uh, fellas, we're trying out a Barefoot Merlot from California. Um, th- they seem to be doing quite a lot of branding this vineyard at the moment. I feel like I have seen this label quite a few places before, but I couldn't tell you where. That
0: means it's cheap. Probably Tesco's?
1: Oh, 100%. Maybe no, bought, Sainsbury's? Yeah. No, Tesco's,
0: £7.95. What about Sainsbury's? You no found idea. them there?
1: No idea. I, I didn't look that closely. I was on the way back from the office to here uh, and I was with the boys and we were coming around, you know, obviously for a couple of drinks, as, as yeah. you're well aware. And um, I, was, I was getting some ice for my tequila soda and then I thought, oh shit, we're doing a, we're doing a wine corner later. I'm not, i best buy a bottle of wine because I know that we're flat out. Um, and this is the first and probably cheapest thing I picked
0: up. Cool. Now, I was going to ask you a question, actually. What do you think... Is your sort of your, how how would you grade your supermarkets there? Now Ooh. we've got we've got a plenty plenty of supermarkets here in the UK. We've got the your Tesco's, your yeah, your, your it's, it's a real point of contention Waitrose. for the
1: for the class system in the UK, which is something that I've never really quite wrapped my head around as a New Zealander. Go on um, ahead because I'm French, so I probably wouldn't know. No, well, exactly so in in England and more probably specifically in London there's what they really sort of refer to as, as the class system. And you've got your sort of your upper class, uh, middle class and lower class. I don't know, I guess. And all the uh, posh people. Which- Tell you
0: what, you're definitely not lower class with that watch on you.
1: I'd beg to differ. This is actually a $115 watch that I picked up in an outlet store in Las Vegas in 2015. So this is probably the most blue-collar thing I own. Good on you. Um, yeah, back to your supermarket. Yeah, but there, anyway, Jake. coming back to it. So anyone from West London uh, will... Not be seen as Sainsbury's? Well, No, but they'll, they'll drive themselves into poverty. Uh, By shopping at Marks and Spencers and Waitrose because they are from West London and that's what they do. That's the expected thing. Okay. Um, They've got no regard for uh, financial stability or financial responsibility. It's all just about, I went to this school and I grew up in this postcode. So this is where I shop regardless of how much money you make, which for me is quite confusing coming from a, it's a social system that, which is entirely dictated by just how much money you've got in your bank account. All oh. right. So anyway, coming back to your original question, mate, I'm either live and die by Sainsbury's man. I'm a Sainsbury's Sainsies. Sainsbury's fella, home and hose hundred percent of the time. I think Tesco is the devil's work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Marks and Spencer's is for idiots. And I think Waitrose is for the criminally insane. Um, who else we got there? Aldi, you got your Aldis, and you've got your bloody. Uh, there's another shit one. Uh Morrison's. That's the one. That well, it could be one of them. But no, I, I, am Look, I'm a middle class kind of yeah. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so just bang, middle of the lane, Sainsbury's, everything I need and everything I don't. See, I,
0: mean. I reckon from my end. Now, this this may come as a bit of an unpopular opinion, but. I'm French
1: Oui No, we are not French
0: (laughs) No, no, no I am I'm actually French And uh, the one thing I've really struggled Here in the UK Is is with supermarkets
1: Les supermarchés
0: Fucking hell, James Tell you what, mate You've impressed me with that Thank you, mate But no, yeah They're all dog shit Yeah, terrible Honestly uh, In terms of ingredient quality
1: Not good do you know? I find that British people in general have a poor p- an, an abundance of willingness to overpay for mediocrity.
0: Ah, uh, that's
1: what I would put it as. You, at the you know,
0: supermarket, at this
1: everywhere, whether it be your supermarkets, your pubs, your your fashion. You know, how many people are running around with, you know, Tommy Hilfiger figure and Ralph Lauren? I know I'm one of them on the, I'm currently wearing you a You actually Ralph are Lynch, actually
0: wearing a polo. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bunch yourself straight up there. No,
1: no, no, I am half British, so I'll take some of that criticism on the chin. Um, but they just love shit. Should we get on the wine? Yeah, let's, let's pour a glass here. Good on you.
0: Now, I've heard this is a Merlot.
1: You've heard, correct?
0: Oh, I've read actually more than heard. Uh, please don't spill that on my couch as a renter.
1: No, I was just trying to as a renter. No, I was just trying to get this the uh, the ASM on on the on the old mic there for the listener.
0: Ah, I see. What I you're probably
1: doing. poured you too much wine to be honest, because I think we might have addressed it at the beginning of this podcast, but we are quite steamed.
0: I'm not. You may be.
1: Okay, I'm pretty steamed. Um I'm a well, I'll I'll just have a tipple then.
0: Have a have a wee dabble. That'll do. Was that we've barely even started the bottle. Would you mind passing me the bottle so I can have a read of the blur Yeah, there? absolutely mate. Absolutely. I find it that um wine bottles are like books. You can often tell quite a lot by um the sort of behind the cover. The cover. And yeah. the cover, yeah, yeah, that's,
1: yeah. Quite a, that's quite a popular expression, isn't it? You can tell a lot by his cover.
0: Yeah, 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 and especially a lot by its blurb. Now, it's given me. Um, it says the Barefoot Merlot is the perfect combination of blueberry, boysenberry, and plum flavors. Flavors, sorry. Raised right, it's well rounded and ready to bring home.
1: Okay, it's quite fruity. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what? What Without, does bringing home? No oh, yeah. idea, but without smelling or tasting it though, because I, like I said, I think earlier that this is quite a commercial wine. Like I've seen yeah. the label quite a lot in your various advertisements, and so on and so forth. So I would assume it to be drinkable.
0: It's just sort of classic white claw.
1: Your sort of morons wine, if you will. White claw. Yeah. Good on you. All right. Well, let's.
0: Should we have a little swirl and a little yeah, swish have, and yeah. a smell?
1: Yeah. Off we go. Quite a meaty fragrance. To be honest,
0: James, you're not wrong there.
1: Bizarre. Colour. We'll we'll get into the colour shortly. Let's have a taste.
0: Oh, it's distinctively shit. Yeah, not good. Yeah, you've you've tasted it. This nose doesn't even want to make me.
1: Little bit, little bit chocolatey.
0: I'm struggling with the flavours there. It does smell like... Sort of past due date. Steak. You know I mean?
1: there's, there's just nothing interesting going on in that? No,
0: no, no, no. How would you put it? Um, like a steak that's just gone way past its best buy date.
1: I'd almost give it like a sort of... Cherry pudding with almost no flavour.
0: Didn't even know cherry pudding existed.
1: No, nor I. But you know, it's just—it's got a little bit of a cherry flavour to it. It's got a bit, of, bit of chocolate going on in there, but, but nothing's really doing it for me. Nothing's really sort of singing those notes.
0: It's like it's like going to a florist and just not getting the right flowers. No flowers, just a a bunch of herbs. Yeah. Of, yeah, so I, I went to
1: the supermarket for wine. I ended up with some kind of shit dessert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, are pretty much spot on you know there, right? Joe. Yeah,
1: it's, it, look, I mean, we never expected this to be a good wine. I don't think it's as bad as last week's. It's uh, it's close. It is fucking terrible. Look. look. No, I will tell
0: you, that has hit the back of my throat. Pun non-intended. <laughs> and <laughs> it's spicy and sweet i'm not getting the
1: spice i am getting the sweet definitely
0: which is not something you find in a red
1: no and look if you want to taste along with us we'll put it up in the notes barefoot merlot i'm sure you can find it pretty much anywhere you can buy butter
0: for pretty much any price too i wouldn't be surprised
1: yeah i mean we're in central london and i paid seven pound 95 for this so i'm sure that you could find it for it actually should we get a wee competition running who can find the cheapest bottle of barefoot merlot
0: Oh, well, we could do that. Actually, do you know what I was thinking? We could get the listeners to send in their best wines. and uh, Yeah, but don't just tell
1: us about them. Send us a bottle.
0: Se- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Send us a bottle. Yeah. Now, should we give them your address?
1: Yeah, actually, send them to my office.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good on it.
1: I, to be honest, I'm quite steamed. I don't know if I'm steamed enough to actually decipher whether or not it's a good idea to give out the name of my office on... A podcast.
0: Oh well, do you know what would find I would find it absolutely hilarious if all of a sudden you walk you sort of walk to the office in a couple of days when this pod will come out and you're inevitably like you're essentially hoarded by fans.
1: Um looking forward to those submissions, but um outside of that, mate, I look let's just put this fucking terrible glass of wine down.
0: And should we get to the news?
1: Are we gonna give it a number? We uh, have to, I guess. I
0: mean we've got to to sort of keep it right, going. I'll take
1: another sip, I don't know why.
0: No, that's definitely not needed. I am going to get back to the old tequila there.
1: Wise. Oh god, awful! Eh? It's. Have you ever overdone it on the Ribena? You couldn't have
0: put that any fucking better. Yeah, that is on the dot. It it's, tastes like fucking Ribena.
1: Yeah, it like, but not good, right? Because I am I am a Ribena fan, nine days a week. But, you know, you, you probably go like 50% over on the mix. Yeah. 50 to, 50 to 100% over on the mix and you just go like, ah, fuck that up.
0: Well, you see, I, I, I mean, obviously we've got hundreds and thousands of listeners out there listening to, to us review these wines. And yeah. we've been inundated with requests of coming on different shows and so on. And uh, especially cooking shows. It's been it's been something... Massively so. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been inundated by those requests.
1: Ainsley Harriet won't leave us alone.
0: Uh, Gordon Ramsay was in my DMs.
1: Whose isn't he in? Realistically. Anyways. Um, God, I'm actually... Like, That's actually dumb me in that last chapter. do yeah. but,
0: but I'll tell you what. This is definitely not a one you want on your wine list.
1: No, absolutely not. It's absolutely um, de- not. Um, should we get on to
0: some news? Now... I've got some breaking news, actually, James. Yes, so uh, I've actually got some news from Indianapolis, of all places.
1: Christ, all right.
0: Yeah, so uh, what on the street is actually there was a, uh, a rather large gathering, if I may say. Um, right. It actually is going to explain to the, to the listeners out here um, the main reason why our other... Co host isn't present at the moment. Mm. So uh, there's a big gathering um, with a a rapper by the name of 50 Cent. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: know where you're going with this.
0: um, Basically, our fellow co host was assaulted.
1: Yeah. Assaulted, not insulted.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assaulted.
1: Assaulted. Assaulted.
0: The douche. Yeah, go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, he got dosed. So yeah, I think, he I, was think I think about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was heading to uh, old Fiddy. Yeah. So basically, uh, and he was trying to make his way through to the front to say hello to the old Fiddy.
1: Yeah. And uh, he got dosed. Yeah. No. So basically. He didn't put it. No, okay. So, so I, think, I think he
0: must have crossed paths with someone who was also trying to get to f- Fiddy.
1: Yeah, so if you're tired of trying to figure out what we're talking about, um, Marcus Armstrong found the only nightclub in Indianapolis over the course of the weekend. Yep. Uh, the one night that he decided to go there, uh, 50 Cent, Fitty, aka Fiddy. Fitty, Fiddy. No, no, Fitty. Fiddy. Yeah. Uh, it was there, yeah. In the club, you could say,
0: yeah, yeah. He was singing in the club. Most of our audience will
1: understand that. Reference.
0: No, it's probably too old.
1: Yeah, how old is Fifty Cent now?
0: Oh, you must be getting close to f- actually. Can you Google that, Keezy? Yeah, I can Google that for you. But I'll tell you one thing. Um, the the amazing thing about Fifty there is, um, so I was grading my when I was in boarding school back in the day. Oh yeah. Um me and my friend made a pact that we would have made it at life if we attended Fiddy's 50th. Okay. Cuz I think it'll be a massive to
1: It'll be a good old dedouche.
0: massive. But yeah. Back to your old story. I don't know how Fiddy is how old he is, but
1: No no idea how old he is. But basically long story short, um 57 club. 47. Okay, so you have got 3 years, years to
0: make it. Bloody hell. if uh, I don't hate your chances. <sighs> I'm going to get,
1: I'm going to need to get seriously good at podcasts. I, well, to be honest, mate, with the numbers that we're pulling on this pod, it's I would fucking not, unlikely that he isn't listening.
0: To be honest, I would not be surprised if just the fact that we talked about this this evening
1: reaches his he, His
0: lives. agents are going to reach out tomorrow for a, a special seat at old Betty's table in three years' time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but so anyway, so Marcus was in this club, 50 Cent was there, and somehow or other we have fuck all other details, but Marcus got punched in the face.
0: I think he tried to push past someone. And then they just went,
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. basically massive CP.
1: I've never been more jealous of anyone in my life. Than? The person who, who hit punched Marcus, Marcus ah, Armstrong yeah, in the face.
0: yeah, 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 I get you.
1: Yeah. I've been trying to do this for years. Years.
0: Well, all I can say is uh, it's been done. Yeah. So, there you go. you got yeah, proof but... that it can be done.
1: Hey, um, another news story, mate. Go on then. Coming at you hot. Also has something to do with Marcus Armstrong.
0: Is this the Marcus Armstrong special? He's
1: bringing headlines in this week. Tell you that much for Tuppence.
0: Who's he been? Who's he been rooting? <laughs>
1: Just going to distance myself from that comment. Um, No, hey, so Marcus Armstrong has uh, got a new venture going. We've got a new venture going here at Screaming Meals. So if you would like to tune into the Formula 2 race this weekend, Saudi Arabia, you'll be there. You're obviously busy. Uh, Am I? Yeah, you're racing.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Screaming Meals is now on Twitch. And where you can find during the Sprint Race and the Feature Race this weekend, Marcus Armstrong and myself commentating live on the Formula 2 Sprint and Feature. You're joking. How's that for a piece of news? Fuck a mayo. Yeah, she'll be good, mate. She'll be good. She'll actually probably bloody terrible, but um, we're going to give it a fair old crack. Uh, We've decided.
0: So, 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 so. Yeah, the Martin Brundle of Formula Dos. That's an
1: insult. To who? To us. I'd I'd say say we're the Martin Tyler of Formula Two. Martin Tyler and
0: Alan Smith. That is my childhood on FIFA 11. Yeah,
1: the douche. Douche. So now we're going to give a little crack. Um, There'll be plenty of shit chat going around and and me talking about insurance while you're trying to watch your motor racing there. Um, we're giving the listeners what they want, giving the people what they want.
0: And I will be doing a sort of mid-race report. Yeah, you so you'll,
1: you'll be our live reporter on the scene. So yeah. we're going to patch into you probably around about lap fourteen, lap sixteen. Yeah, um, and get your thoughts live okay. on uh, how your race is panning out. Good on you.
0: So that's good news, isn't it?
1: Like, you know, oh we're yeah, doing, yeah, we're doing yeah, yeah. Year, we're doing fun.
0: I mean, to be honest, once again, I, I cannot stress this enough. I think screaming meals and in general, this, this sort of screaming media empire. Yeah. It's just sort of stretching its wings.
1: Ready to fly. So,
0: yeah, it's, it's one of those little birdies that's sort of hatched in a little, little nest there. Nest, yeah. And uh, sort of broken free with the screaming meals. Took his first couple of steps with Clem's Wine Corner in the side pod, and it's just now about to spread its wings. Sort of
1: dipped its toe in international fame, if you will.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, hey, we're excited about it. We hope that everyone else listening is excited about it. Um, and if you're not, well, I guess we'll find out by looking at the numbers. So that's what we're doing this weekend. Marcus is back in London. We're going to go out. No, we're not. Chip, no, we're not. No, we're just going to We're going to do yoga. We're going to eat kale and uh, And do some commentary. That's exactly what's on the cards, and nothing else whatsoever. And see it, cuckoo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cuckoo what? And uh, James, I've just got one question for you. Go now, for this it. is a question coming from all the listeners, all the people tuning in. it's 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 a question that has literally flooded your DMs. My dears, yeah, 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 yeah. You've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. There, how close are you to Lando Norris? <laughs> I heard your best mates. Uh, <laughs> I've uh,
1: yeah. Can you get me a video? Well, yeah. Look, I've met I've met Lando Norris twice, right? Yeah, and we can talk about this now because so. As as you're hearing this, you have probably seen or you're about to watch the Mario Kart video that you and I were a part of at Butmore Park about a month ago. Yeah. So I've I've met Lando twice now. The first time I met him was after the British Grand Prix a couple of years ago, and we we went out and we had dinner. Backbone. Yeah. Um. Not just him and I, group of friends, and that trans my work found out. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't know where the fuck you were. F three at the time? Wankers. No, so uh, my work found out that I went out for dinner with Lando Norris, and n- to this day, I've not lived it down. Like I walked past my managing director the other day with a group of clients in the office. He's um, so, like, "Oh, this is James. He's our motorsport guy. He's friends with Lando Norris." And I'm like, I've literally met the bloke once a year and a half ago. But whatever. So we pull up. It's your
0: call to fame.
1: Yeah, I hate to say it, but yes, that's probably my biggest claim to fame.
0: Ah, so hold on, you're dealing, as per se, and when you're dealing with clients, Mm. your opener is, I'm an insurance broker, and actually, I'm friends with Landon Norris.
1: That's not my opener, that's senior management's Uh, introduction to, you know, the sort of unknown bounty of knowledge that is James Blair. Um, however, so we went to Buckmore Park Whenever it was ago. We sat down and, and so I got chatting to Lando And he sort of said, oh, we, we've met each other before I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, we, we, uh, After the Grand Prix once." He said, oh yeah, we went to this place or that place with these people Or something like that, right? And Basically kind of, a massive detour So basically I tried to play it really cool And I think I did pull it off um, of going, oh, yeah, yeah, it was something like that. But in reality, I could tell him exactly where it was, what the time was, what he ordered, what I ordered, and I what everyone t- Yeah, yeah, what he was yeah. wearing. I mean, it was one of the more surreal moments of my entire life, I'll be perfectly frank, until I have now appeared in one of his YouTube videos, which is, again, beyond bizarre. Your life's changed. It's weird. It's weird. How does it feel? Creepy. So now I kind of understand how my missus feels most of the time. But the one thing I will say is imposter syndrome has been definitely a real thing. And oh, no, I can tell. But hey, let's pull it back to some news, mate. Um, I've actually got some relevant Real news. Real, real news. Normal Clem's Wine Corner news oh, content right. that isn't just a shameless plug for our commentary gig this weekend. Um, so it is, it revolves around an exhaust. So here's the headline. Exotic cat that tested positive for cocaine is being cared for at Cincinnati Zoo. So somebody's got this leopard in Cincinnati all geared up. Um, and they're basically standing by making sure it's okay. But I'm, I'm sure it's fine.
0: It's probably gone on a trip and a half.
1: Yeah, but I think like once you catch it, that's what, kind cocaine. That,
0: that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but it's, I wouldn't say cocaine is uh, per se catching it as sort of like your COVID
1: no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. Like, you can't like like catch cocaine by walking down the street or going yeah, on yeah, the tube. Yeah. You, you know, you, you're you not you know, on the central line and then all of a sudden you start chewing your face off. That's not the kind of catch. I'm, t- I'm talking about sort of identifying the substance in the bloodstream. But sort of once it's there, the I mean, the worst of your problems is probably already over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like If you're tested for cocaine and it surprises you, you'll go, oh, that's weird. I'm on cocaine. But that's probably as bad as it's going to get, because anything from there on in, it's just going to be be fading off. Do you know what, James? I really... Yeah, sure. So some zoo in Cincinnati has been feeding these leopards cocaine. Um, Uh, Do you
0: reckon it's part of the show? Now, because obviously the thing is with a zoo, you're looking not only at seeing animals, but I guess the zoo's looking for a bit of entertainment.
1: Yeah. I that mean, is that part to of the tickets. regime? It's hard these days because, I mean, look, I don't know really where I stand on zoos, and I'm interested to get your thoughts on this, but I'm not necessarily on board because I've seen the whole, like, you know, the documentary about, you know, your, your shamus, um, those whales that are kept in captivity at Bloody sea World there. Oh, terrible. Bastards. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure I agree with the concept of a zoo these days. That doesn't make it any less fun to visit. I'll grant you that, much.
0: No, the, I think the entertainment factor is definitely there. But, of course, you got you got to look at the life of the animal.
1: No, so, yeah, so you've got all of this information that's now come to light about the animal welfare and all that kind of stuff. I and mean, that's great. It's good that these things are getting out there. But I equally understand the sort of uh, the commerce side of things from the zoo's point of view of, look, everyone's protesting against us. They're sort of out to get us. Our business is fucked. We've got to do something. Who's got some ideas? Jonathan, Go. Jonathan panics. First thing he comes up with, oh, just give
0: him drugs! <laughs> give, give the Panthers cocaine.
1: Coke, meth,
0: everything. Just,
1: uh, don't, please don't fire me. And then Jonathan has somehow ended up with this ridiculous idea and it's, it's come to fruition now. And next thing you know, Panthers got cocaine. Thoughts?
0: Well, there you go. Well, no thoughts from me, mate. I think it's absolutely outrageous. Outrageous outrageous
1: yeah yeah no well hey look um, but a
0: news from the world that's what we're getting today
1: no exactly nobody promised us a a clean and cut easy to live by world no it's it's it's, there's a wild times we're living in
0: but once again this is a new story that would not have graced the tellies of the uk Absolutely it, it not. It would not have ended up on the BBC and the Sky Sports. Well, yeah, The Sky well,
1: News. Sorry. Whilst the rest of you are looking at Gary Lineker and lettuces that outlive prime ministers and whatnot, you know, we're we're targeting the real stories, the
0: finite details, and shamelessly need to be sorted out
1: plugging our new business ventures. Yes, that too. Um, so and, uh,
0: that is why uh, I think we deserve a massive
1: great sting. Great use of the sting there.
0: I fucking love this. It just pipes you up, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it
1: gets me going in the morning, I'll tell you that much.
0: What do you get off to a clock? Do
1: you have to turn it off now, though? Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, this has been what? This. What bottle is it? Seven?
1: Eight? Ten? Look, we've had a lot of bottles of wine since we started this podcast. Not all of them have been recorded, thank God for that. 30. Um, look, when we go to do the admin and actually post it, we'll figure it. We will figure out yeah, what yeah. number bottle this is. But this has been an episode,
0: and we're thanking you for tuning in. And this has been Clem's
1: wine corner. Wine corner. Cheers, mate. Indy. Yeah. Quick footnote.
0: Yeah, I reckon by now you've you've probably realised that through. Um, I guess pure joy of, of doing this and excitement of, of doing this podcast. Me and James actually forgot to grade the previous one.
1: You've put a, a real polish and tinsel on, uh, on nonsense there. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the Keener listener will have noticed that we didn't actually, we've got to grade the wine. Yeah. And, and we're back to do so. So uh, Clem, do you want to lead us off here? What, what, what would you give this barefoot Merlot from California?
0: To be honest... It's, the the, the the let's say the, the the early tones there on the tongue, mm. sort of like, built like a brick shit house.
1: Un, undeniably wine? Yeah. Sort of. And that's about as much of a compliment as you could give it.
0: Grapey? Yeah. Not to be mistaken with gropey.
1: Very different, but at the same time... I've ended up feeling just as violated. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm going to give it a two. Righto. On the dot. Not even decimal. So
1: I gave last week's, if you can call it a rosé, sure. Um, No, an orange. Yeah. uh, Valorange, I think we... Valorange, that's the one. uh, Calling that one. Um, Pretty shit house. Yeah, man. (sighs) I gave that a 2. I'm going to give this a 2.1. It really wasn't much better.
0: To be honest, I feel like there's a bit of a tendency that we're sort of lacking on the old wine front
1: recently. Look, I'll be dead honest. I'm a bit strapped right now. Same. I'm paying
0: rent for the both of us.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Cheers. Um, Yeah, so we've had some pretty shit wine yeah last, yeah yeah over the last fortnight, so I,
0: I feel like we've got to you know say a big sorry to the listeners yeah
1: we should we should up our game uh but at the same time you know we're targeting wines that are affordable for your average joe
0: yeah but i reckon it would be m- maybe slightly more productive in in trying to come up with wines that
1: are actually uh, like affordable but are actually good yeah that'd be good yeah actually that'd be quite handy wouldn't it if this yeah, for an actual wine podcast to identify wines that are yeah affordable but but very nice, maybe we should try and do that. Yeah, because we've been sticking to the shit house. Oh, it's been rough. It's been hard. Do you reckon? We, oh, we, there's surely a deal we can do out there somewhere with a bit of a, a winery or a, a oh, wine. Oh, y-
0: your wine bars, your, your wineries, your your dealers, mm. your 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 shippers, whatever,
1: your traders, your traders, your haulers. Oh, yeah. Your retailers, your, your truckies. wholesalers,
0: your truckies,
1: yeah. Your backbones, yeah. Yeah. All sorts of, all sorts of people to strike a deal with. So if, if you're out there and you, and you have uh, a wine to recommend or, or as I foolishly previously did on this episode, give out my office address to, for you to send a bottle of wine. Yeah, into, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Feel free to. Please do. Uh, and we're more than happy to give it a, give it a sniff, give it a whiff and, uh, and taste it and give it a grade.
0: Grouse, you sick son of a bee.
1: Well this has been a prolonged ending to another episode.
0: Of but we still haven't figured out which no, number. Didn't figure that out. But cheers, mate.
1: Claims the wine corner.